You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101, SEO 101 on Radio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on Radio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Karkow, Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, how's all the traveling been, my friend? Oh, it's just starting. I got leaving for Portland tomorrow. Then a week after that, I'm going back out to the next coast, the other coast, to uh, do SMX, uh, what is it, West, I guess. So uh, yes. it'll, it'll be fun. Lots of traveling coming up real soon. Are you? Do you enjoy it? Or I do. I actually like traveling. It, it's, it's fun. It's better just sitting behind the desk day after day after day. Plus, going to the conferences is always great because you, know, you get to network with people, see people you only see a couple times a year. So I love that. I yeah. love that. And there are... Yeah, the fringe benefits, the odd party. The odd party, the free booze, yeah, that that helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I miss them. I haven't been one in a while. I don't think I will be for a while, but uh looking forward to it someday. Yeah. It's just uh, lots going on, you know? Yeah, if, if anybody's going to be out at SMX West, it's in San Jose this year. It's um, just a couple weeks out. Um, hit me up. Love to meet you and say hi. Cool. And he, he, he's, he's a good drinking buddy, so I'm sure you'll have fun, too. <laughs> well, I need a glass of rum and a cigar, and I'm good to go. <laughs> um, so, uh, Rasco was kind enough to, to help us out with some of this content for today, because there's certainly a lot going on. Jeez, oh, yeah. uh, where do you want to begin? Do you want to start at the top, or is there one you'd like to start with first? Um, I'm, I was kind of interested, just because it hit, hit home to me, more specifically, since I do a lot of work on a lot of news sites the the what happened over the weekend in the UK where um there was this uh flo- 
flower shop that basically bought a lot of paid content on a bunch of newspaper sites in the UK, and they got busted, as well as the newspaper sites got busted for selling links. So there there were links in this paid content. They call them advertorials. So basically, it's an article published, and it's paid for by a sponsor, and basically there's links in, in the content. But these newspaper sites didn't know follow the links, and they a lot of them got hit pretty hard, basically. Um, one of the responses I saw said that they went from page ranks of six, toolbar page ranks of six, down to zero. So it was a pretty hard hit f- for these newspaper sites, and uh, the floral shop got busted just as well. So, And then again, Matt puts out um, a blog post um, basically saying, we've told you this before, paid links will get you in trouble, and this is this is counted as paid links. Even though it's in the middle of this big chunk of content, it's a paid yeah. link. So, you know, they, they kind of <clears throat> bring up a bit of the bile thinking about Google these days, and it's, it pissed me off. <laughs> I'm on a bit of a rant today and a couple things, but that, that just, geez, you know, they're so full of themselves. Because really, <clears throat> they should apply a little of their common sense in their algorithm, which is, yeah, duh, it's a paid link. Just discount it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It, they're just being, oh, yeah. I can't say it on the air. <laughs> they really piss me off when they sure you stuff. can come on <laughs> well the funny thing about it is web pro news um there's a there's a story on web pro news that, oh, yeah. that brasco put on here it's basically cute. after this whole thing um came out they're doing it themselves they're posting content they're putting articles on places with links to their own products um chromebooks got it uh chrome so people are saying well, well are you busting yourself then that happened. When did that happen? That happened recently, like last year. The same thing happened, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barry, or no, it's not Barry. It's actually Chris Crumb posted about it on uh, Web Pro News, and uh, he's got pictures of you know everything. It's it's beautiful. It's it's it, on Globe and Mail in Canada. Here, it's got a, a, a literally it says a special information feature brought to you by Google, and all the links are not no followed. They are yep. so nah. doing the same thing. <laughs> So yeah. full of shit, really, and that's not what the word I was not worrying about saying. I'd say that any day, but <laughs> they are, you know, and and it's it's just made them look like fascists. <laughs> but I but I can tell you, our newspaper sites probably um, close to a year ago came to me and they talked about we want to sell advertorial content, and we had a long frank discussion about this. Um, our technical teams are, are before they were able to put the no follows in automatically. We we blocked those advertorial pages from search so they wouldn't get indexed. Once once we had that capability to where we could put the no follows on there, we opened them up. So we did it. I mean, you can do it right. It's not like you the, the, you know it's bad. You can have advertorial content. You just have to protect yourself as a newspaper, as a news organization. You have to think about yourself and your your site as opposed to just the dollars you're getting for selling those advertorial. You know, ads basically. Yeah, but you know, imagine a, a you know a lot of newspapers don't well, f- frankly, have the savvy, but maybe even the money because times are tight to have a full blown SEO team like you guys do. Um, I you know, and in those cases, Google has. I guess they have the right to do anything with their own indexes, but these days they don't really. Uh, you know, frankly, they've lost their rights to do a lot of this stuff because now they are the resource. And they've got to be more careful, you know. So what do you more what do you, warnings? So what do you mean by like that? You think that there needs to be governmental regulations about what they can and can't do because they've become such a behemoth? Well, I do think that there is a certain level which I hope that 
you know, uh, newspapers can go at them and say, look, you know, here's examples of how you've done it. And, uh, you know, hold, they, they need to get off their high horse. And, it's, and it's, someone needs to kick them off pretty it, good. It's, it's interesting that you bring this up because I hadn't really thought about this in this context before. But if you think about it, Internet access and potentially even search may get to the point someday where it's considered a utility, like telephone service, electric, gas, because it's so integrated into our everyday lives and everything that we need to, to, to live, especially when people are turning to paying all their bills online. Um, a lot of people are getting rid of, rid of uh, home phone to go towards voice over IP. So Internet access could easily turn into a utility-based system, um, just like your phone service and, and water and electric at some point in the future. Then there's yeah. going to be certain kinds of government regulations that are going to have to be centered around it that they're, that they're going to have to follow. And whether search fits into that or not, I'm not sure. Yeah, and, and, and I'm frankly, I hope they never get involved with the government because they always screw things up. But <laughs> in this case, you know, Google has to self-govern, and, and, and they've got to start taking a closer look at themselves because but, they're getting too full of themselves. Well, we'll think, we'll think of the advantages if Internet access was utility. So when Sandy hit the East Coast, a lot of the federal government aid went to turning on power, getting people their water and heat and electricity back. And, you know, Internet could be part of that at some point because it's that essential to our daily lives. True, right now, but once you do that, though, the content on it would would start to have different ramifications for liability on the government. And oh God, they'd yeah. find ways to get their fingers and everything. Oh, it'll be a mess. But <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it if someone starts heading down that road in the next few years. Yeah, I mean, as as it is, um, this new copyright uh, system coming out in the states. Uh, what do you you probably know the name of it better than I do? Know I know. Do you know? Uh, um, I do, but I can't. It's not on the tip of my tongue. Okay. Anyway, it, it's from what I read, it's going to make you watch like a video if it finds that you're doing these copyright things or somehow I guess you won't be able to get access to the internet again until you've finished watching a clip or a video explaining what you're doing is wrong. And then once you do that, you go through and it's a certain amount of strikes. And then at that point, they start to cut your, your internet speeds and blah, 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 blah. It's interesting. I haven't seen that one, so that one's new to me. You have to send okay. me a link on that. Yeah, it's it's coming to play pretty soon. So <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> and all the ISPs are are having to they're being pushed into policing it. So it's literally the ISPs, which makes it quite effective. Mm. Yeah. Creepy, creepy. There'll be a lot of people going to uh, uh, VPNs. <laughs> yeah, or doing proxies through Canada. <laughs> I wouldn't do it for here very long. I got we we don't tend to take too long to follow behind. Uh. <laughs> now that said, let's get to uh, what's another one here. Actually, this is good. Finally, Google Analytics has added change history. Uh, these are all the sort of things that fall into line of what you're doing on a daily basis. You go, oh man, I wish it just had this. It seems so logical, and they never do. But I shouldn't say never. They do. It's just, they take forever, <laughs> and. Uh, Sometimes these things are not as easy as they sound. You know what I mean? From mm -hmm. a prog pro programmatic standpoint, oh, why can't you just track the changes we make in our analytics account? Well, that might sound simple, but it, I bet you it was a pain in the ass to implement. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Google, you know, they're they getting a lot of money out of us anyway, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you want to explain what happened with, with oh. this change history? Yeah, well, I, I don't know a lot of detail other than the fact that, and this is the best part, is that 
uh, essentially as an administrator of a Google Analytics account, you could have other users going inside and changing uh, certain specs on filters, on uh, advanced segments. And I'm sorry if I'm speaking Greek to anyone who hasn't used Google Analytics, but you've, if you haven't, you've got to get in there and use it. It's, it's amazing. Yes. And uh, this information will now be tracked so that you can see who made those changes and when. So Before, for example, there was no way to do it. Yeah, for example, if you were tracking a certain set of keywords and you had automatic reports being sent to you, and all of a sudden those reports changed, you can go in and see who made the changes in the back-end system, and you can understand, you can go to them and say, hey, why would you make these changes kind of thing. Yeah, it's just I'm a, watching just, it. Yeah, it's more, it's, more, it's more of an accountability thing than anything. Well, yeah, and you can also find out where a mistake was made. It might have been yourself, right? You go back and go, oh, crap. I, I messed up this filter or whatever, whatever. Uh, I think there's a. it's good to have that. The other thing that people should be doing, and I think this is a good reminder, or sort of a dovetail, is that whenever they make changes to their site of any significance, they should be going back into Google Analytics and annotating that date that they did that change. And you know what would be beautiful? And I, they need to do this too. Maybe they've already done it, but they need to make it so that you can annotate the day you did it instead of having to wait a day for it to show up in the, in the analytics data. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be oh, really nice. Oh, annoying. <laughs> and they should also make this change for the change history in Webmaster Tools because there's a number of things in Webmaster Tools that could really hose a site. And if someone got in there and didn't know what they were doing, and so you could go back and say, okay, you know, who did this and why, that would be that to me would be more valuable than in analytics, actually. Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that's what happens when we get free things. You know, they take their time to update. Yeah. I know. That's, they, they, that's why someday they're going to have a paid version of all this stuff. They'll have all the cool tools, and then you'll have to pay for them. Or you just wait six months for them to come out on the free version. <sighs> <laughs> It'll That'll happen. Stink. Imagine how much of a stink they'd get for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, that's their own fault. They, they set the premise. They set the expectations of all this stuff being free. they got to live with it. Yeah, and they're sacrosanct, uh, don't be evil garbage. Yes. It's long since destroyed. Well, you know what? Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we're going to talk about uh, their newest renovation. It's going to have some, a pretty huge Googleplex coming out, and a couple things about Panda. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about them. The SES Conference and Expo is making a springtime stop to New York City, March 25th through the 28th. SES New York 2013 is moving to a brand new venue in the heart of Times Square at the New York Marriott Marquis. Register now at SESConference.com. SES New York 2013 features some of the best and brightest minds in search and social marketing with keynote addresses by top-level executives from Google, Twitter, ESPN, and more. 
SES New York 2013 will also feature a loaded expo hall and Texpo Pavilion. On-site training by the ClickZ Academy, WebmasterRadio.fm's annual search bash, and so much more. Register before Thursday, February 21st and save $600 off early bird registration. SES New York 2013 at the New York Marriott Marquis in the heart of Times Square, March 25th through the 28th. Register now at SESConference.com. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? <laughs> You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> Aim clear. The agency brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Welcome to Parent-Teacher Night. Oh, yes, Miss Garner. If you have one of those airline credit cards, you're probably not earning double miles on every purchase. You're right. My card only gets extra miles on some types of purchases. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles everywhere. Wait, but where can we use them? You can use Capital One Venture Miles on any travel purchase. Venture gets an A+. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, I'd like to be an architect for Google. I think that'd be a pretty cool job. No doubt. And I'm reading some of the descriptions of this new, the new renovation at their headquarters in Mountain View. And everything sounds cool. And then it gets to the part where it says, no employee will be more than a 2.5 minute walk from a coworker. <laughs> so, it's, so basically, you can get to anywhere on the campus from anywhere else in less than two and a half <clears> minutes. <throat> That's just incredible to me. Unless they have like, like people movers in the airport everywhere around. Which wouldn't surprise me, but Ooh, slides. We've both been there, and that place is huge already, and they're going to like double the size of it. It's amazing. They've got to have slides. That would make so much sense. S- slides would be great. <laughs> Fireman poles. Fireman yeah. poles. <laughs> yes. That would be From awesome. the four story down, just don't fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 yeah, it's, it's, I love that the, the new campus will encourage, quote unquote, casual collisions of the workforce. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to be dirty. Okay. So, um, so I'll I, I, I tell you, though, I still look at Apple's new expansion they're building, they're supposed to be building, and it looks way cooler. I'm just saying, you know, anything that looks like a spaceship it, that's landed in the middle <laughs> of the field is, is way cooler. Hey, hey, well, have you seen the pictures of the Apple one? It's a giant, giant circle building with yeah. what looks like a big park in the middle of it. It looks amazing. Yeah. What did you hear that uh, one of, I think it's, so Jupiter's moons might be called Vulcan. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. That's awesome. <laughs> I just saw it on a title. I have no idea if it's true. It was on Discovery, but uh, yeah. I just had so, it. So as long as we're talking about things we heard about outer space, apparently there's a <laughs> private company that plans to put a man on Mars by 2022 or something like that. Well, Yes, I've heard time. that. Yeah. So, so it's be- corroborated. It must be true. 
Yes, we both we both heard it from different places, so it has to. <laughs> and they're both probably on the internet. And as we know, everything on the internet is true. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Google has analyzed the employees' needs and habits for the new building. Hmm. I wonder. So the ones with like, uh, you know, irritable bowel syndrome are in this one area. <laughs> You would go there. <laughs> Are you having problems today we need to know about? I'm just in a nasty mood. I, and it's all rooting for one thing. I'm pissed off at WebEx. I, I, I signed up for uh, this QuickBooks thing. I'm going to be writing about this. I'm hoping to get it in, in one of Oh, these. yeah. I saw that on your Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just brutal. And they, they it's supposed to give me remote access to my QuickBooks. Now, I know I can do remote access else, uh, other ways, but I was lazy. And it's free. It came with it. So I'm like, all right, I'll sign up. And they sent my login and password to my system, the, the one that would access my computer. They sent it to me an email. Yeah, that is like that's bad, incomprehensible. I mean, that, <laughs> people can get access to my entire QuickBooks of all things, all my financials. <laughs> it's not even like well, just uh, my computer. Uh, I heard I've, I've been uh, QuickBooks and Quicken have been kind of on my shit list for for years now because of the way they capture and store and do not give you your data if you want to leave them so you know once you sign up with them it's probably at least it used to be it was impossible to leave and get your data and transport it to another accounting system so i've, I've not liked them since then i used to use mint.com and it was great mint was great until quicken bought them and then it started going downhill so i've been very anti-quicken folk for a long time but that's just me personally does not reflect the views of the radio station, Brasco. <laughs> yeah, he's already got covered. Yeah, yeah, well, in our case, I actually do like QuickBooks, but I don't like this. And I'm, I'm all over WebEx, and I actually emailed them. And I'm going to get past this quickly. Sorry, uh, listeners, but I just, I'm ranting. And they actually replied, and I still can't believe they said this, uh, that I want to I quote them so I'm, I'm fair and nasty at the same time. Um, <laughs> I just can't believe this. Um, Oh, yes, I can't find it. Anyways, they essentially said that that's just that's that's standard that they they send that because email is supposed to be secure. Because it was going to no, I think what it said, if I remember from your post on Facebook, they said it's secure because it's going to your email address and no one else is supposed to have access to your email address. (laughs) And they completely forget that it has to get there first, which is like completely insecure and can be sniffed. It can be. There's there's a number of ways that that information could have been found. It's frightening. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna make life miserable uh, until they fix that. That's un- unbelievably unreasonable. Anyway, he made, had the nerve to make it sound like I was wrong that they, they should have more security. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> okay, we, we're doing SEO 101. That's security 100. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's, you, that's the prerequisite to get into the security classes. You have to know what that is. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, all of you guys. Uh, hope you don't mind. But okay, so let's get to the next bit here. Now, I guess, hmm, I guess we're getting into some questions now. Yeah, we had a couple of questions on the Facebook page, or excuse me, the Google Plus page. Um, one of them we've covered a couple times, but since it came up again, I thought we might want to just really quick go over it. And we had somebody, um, it was Jeffrey Laplin from the Google Plus community, was asking about how to configure a site. So he's got, he wants to start marketing to specific areas in his state. And he had a question, the, the question we've had in the past was, do I use subdomains, subfolders, or a combination of? Um, 
you know, or domain. So his examples were state a mycompany.com or should I do or state a dot mycompany.com or should I do mycompany.stateA.com or or how do I configure this or should I do it as a subfolder or is mycompany.com slash state a. Wow. Yeah, so he had a, he put all this put all the possibilities and you know we've talked about this in the past Ross I personally believe you should should always go with a subfolder but occasionally there's options where if you need a subdomain as long as you have a big enough amount of content and it can be a real site under that subdomain and it makes sense then you can go with a subdomain. But if you're going to do 50 subdomains, one for each state, that's pretty much a clear indicator that, that you're probably not using it correctly. Um, yeah. But I think that the idea of doing a different state domain and having your company as a subdomain for each one of those, that's definitely should be off the table. That's That one doesn't make sense to me at all. Um, if you could find the state aid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. But 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 then you're then you're really managing. You know, if you let's say you're doing uh, fifty states, you're managing fifty different TLDs. Or at least if you're doing subdomains, you got one TLD with subdomains, which is a little bit stronger than fifty separate domains. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like to know where or where Jeffrey might have learned some of this because, I mean, even the fourth one. Um, I'm glad we're we're helping you out here, Jeffrey. Is the am I hurting myself, or will I be penalized if I do mycompany.com/slash/state-a? Subfolder will never penalize you. It's that's yeah. that's the best way to go. I mean, it's that's, just it's yeah. I hope you, if anyone said this to you, uh, you know, gave you this impression, uh, don't listen to them anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, because that's that's your best option. Unless you yeah. there's a really compelling reason to use a subdomain or a different domain, your number four is your best option. Yeah, and and just also to answer one of your other questions is, it, you, do you have to buy uh, a subdomain? No, it's you can add as many subdomains as you want to a domain if you really wanted to use subdomains. It's 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 not a purchased thing. It's unlimited. Right. And so some domain registrars make it really easy to create subdomains, or some hosts make it really easy to create subdomains. Some, it's much more complicated. It really depends on your hosting service more than anything on how easy it is to create a subdomain. Mm-hmm. Now, the next question is, thank you, thank you, Jeffrey. We appreciate that, and we hope you helped, hope you helped you there. If you don't, you know, by all means, do a follow-up, and we'll try and help you out. Uh, now, Jamie Sparks uh, left a message on the Google Plus community as well. He says, hi, everyone. I was wondering if anyone had any ideas on how to optimize specifically for Bing. Basically, I've read some material which suggests, one, domain age, two, title tags, and three, flash elements are all good ways to specifically optimize for Bing. But was wondering if anyone had any other good tips. Flash elements. Wow, that's that's the that one that off. jumped out at me, too. Flash elements as an optimization technique for Bing. I guess if you're using flash elements as opposed to a full flash page, that would be a good uh, – but that would work for any search engine, not just Bing. Well, and not as a good SEO technique, just as just plain good sense to have a textual version. Yeah. yeah. Um, my thought when I first read this question was basically – you know, if you're doing everything correctly from an SEO standpoint, it usually works for all the engines. Um, but it, but I have been thinking a lot recently about trying to figure out ways to better optimize for Bing specifically, and um, I haven't put as much time into that as I want to. But the reason I'm thinking about it is because of the uh, the graph search in Facebook. 
Graph yeah. search and Facebook, the default search is Bing. So most people are not going to know how to search in graph search for quite a while because it really makes you change the way you search for things. And when they search, it's going to come up with no results for a lot of these types of searches. And when it comes up with no results on Facebook, the default you get is Bing. So I've been thinking, and, and a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people have been thinking, how do we do better in Bing because of this? Because once this rolls out, it's going to drive a lot of search traffic to Bing. It really will. Yeah, and I, I don't see their relationship breaking down anytime soon. They seem pretty tight. Yeah, although um, Google, um, Sergey, what the heck? Not not Larry Page, the other guy. Sergey. Sergey Brand. I can never pronounce his name. He <laughs> and his wife have just joined in a philanthropy type of an engagement with Zuckerberg and they're very tight in this so there is some now some some talk between them because they've, they've really connected over this this new project with the, the philanthropy however you say that <laughs> yeah well you know the philanthropy uh, gig is going to be good I mean it, it could turn out to contest like trying to beat each other out and how much they're donating <laughs> yeah that's very true but but they've actually developed a closer relationship because of this. So maybe we might see a little opening up between Google and Facebook at some point. It's 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 promising anyway. Mm-hmm. Nothing guaranteed. Hmm. Well, I think uh, I think that's a very good idea, and, and thank you for bringing that up, uh, James. I think uh, Bing is definitely the bit, and we didn't actually answer his question. I guess uh, I guess his specific elements. He says domain age and title tags. Those are those are basic SEO. Tenants that work for all search engines. I mean, domain age works on Google as well as Bing. Title tags need to be optimized for both Bing and Google. Um, the flash elements, you know, they should be just elements and not a full full flash You're page. Using flash. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So all the things that you mentioned, and most everything that you think about from an SEO perspective, is good for both of those sites. So, yeah, just quickly, just to make sure I was on track, I did a quick scan of all the, you know, there's always a whole ton of how-to Bing one Bing optimization articles, just to see if there was anything that would surprise me. Nothing did. So I would say that you know, there's there's nothing that really stands out as a lot different, other than the fact that if anything, Bing's algorithms tend to be a, a little less a little less mature than Google's. So. Um, Typically, uh, what you what you do get if you do get a good ranking in Bing, yes, it will follow in Bing. Or, sorry, in Google, you will it will follow in Bing. So I think uh, now the one thing we can say though is Bing is actually using a lot more visual elements and partner data in its search results than they used to. So mm-hmm. there's 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 more of an opportunity in Bing now to to get in there with video and imagery and other <clears> types <throat> of data. If you're using schema.org type of data. You know, it works in Google, but it's, it's it looks like Bing to me in, in a lot of cases is leveraging that a little more than Google is. So that's one thing to think of. Yeah, I think anyone who who has can find a benefit in having uh, their content how how should we ver- ver- turn this into a verb schematized? <laughs> that's a good <laughs> verb. I'm going to start using that. I like that. Schematize. <laughs> you need to schematize your site. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, then do it because it is going to have a little more effect as, as time goes on and, and a lot over the long run. Uh, and, and he's right. I mean, any of these advanced but lesser uh, search engines are going to be taking more risks and, and schema.org content or uh, markup makes a lot of sense. Definitely. And anytime you can use that, especially if, if you're doing a site redesign, get the schema in there. Talk Talk to your designers. Make sure they're referencing it and using it wherever they can. There's lots and lots of different pieces of it that can be used based on the different types of content that you're publishing. So um, use it wherever and whenever you can. 
Perfect. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us today. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to send them by either posting it on facebook.com slash seo101podcast, or if you'd like, you can talk to, or actually, I almost forgot about Google+, Plus. Or our Google Plus community, <laughs> just go to Google Plus and type in SEO or SEO 101 in the search, and you'll find us in no time flat. You can also email, email myself at ross at stepforth.com, or you can reach John via Twitter, via at John Carcut. Have a great week, and remember to tune in to future episodes, which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.